Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Tuesday, an opportunity to catch up on breaking news headlines as they've been happening overnight and as they relate to Israel and other Middle East areas. But of course, the big and dominant headline today is really coming out of Australia and our relationship to Israel. Ron Ross is back with us for another update. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, he's addressed a press conference this morning. He is open now to the idea of moving the Australian Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Yeah, what a blessing. My information on this uh, move actually comes from the front page of today's Jerusalem Post, uh, where in Israel they're very excited at the prospect. And as you mentioned, Australia's Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, says he's open to recognising Jerusalem as Israel's capital and to moving the embassy to uh, Jerusalem. Morrison is scheduled to make the announcement today when he delivers a foreign policy statement explaining why Australia will vote no to recognise the Palestinian Authority as the chair of an important bloc of nations called the G77 at the UN. Morrison also is expected to adopt a much tougher position against Iran and announce the review whether Australia should follow the U.S. and abandon the Iranian nuclear deal. Morrison spoke with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu about his intentions uh, last night. Netanyahu thanked Morrison, and the two also discussed ways to strengthen the Australian and Israel bilateral relationship. Morrison credited former Australian ambassador to Israel, David Sharma, for influencing his opinion on the embassy move. Wonderful. Well, of course, he is denying in a press conference that he's following Donald Trump in this sort of direction and this sort of thinking, uh, or that it's all about the Wentworth by-election this weekend, uh, trying to separate himself from uh, from the politicising that's coming from his critics, Ron. Yeah, and he said that his uh, statement on moving the embassy uh, was influenced by insight that he got from Dave Sharma, who, as I mentioned, was the former Australian ambassador to Israel. And Sharma is an outstanding man. I had a couple of occasions to meet with him, and a memorable one was at the Australian uh, Cemetery in Besheba. Uh, where we uh, spent a considerable time together. He's a very impressive young man and uh, uh, very uh, informed on the Australia-Israel connection. And, of course, leading up to this weekend, the Wentworth by-election, undoubtedly, that will uh, stir the pot a little because there's quite a significant Jewish population in the uh, Wentworth electorate. Uh, Ron, let's move on because there's some other important issues to report on. Uh, The Christian Media Summit that's underway in Jerusalem, they tested the waters a little with this last year. This one looks like it's a formally sanctioned government uh, Christian Media Summit. Yeah, during the four-day conference, elite Christian journalists and news executives from around the world are there to discuss key topics 
relevant to Israel and the Christian world, and to hear specifically from senior Israeli officials. The summit coincides with the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel. In this spirit of unity, the summit's goal is to foster a better understanding and strengthen the friendship between Christians worldwide and the State of Israel. The summit brings together approximately 130 top-tier Christian journalists and news executives from around the world, including founders and CEOs of well-renowned Christian media outlets such as TBN, CBN, Daystar and God TV, and of course our own Ian and Mandy Warby are there also. As the keynote speaker at the Eastern Summit, Israel Prime Minister Netanyahu welcomed the guests. He said, you know, you're joining us as we celebrate 50 years since the holy city was liberated and united, 50 years of religious freedom for all. Israel has no better friends, I mean that, no better friends in the world than the Christian communities around the world. And Israel is the one country in a vast region where Christians not only survive, they thrive, he said to the summit members. Yes, uh, a tweet, in fact, from Benjamin Netanyahu that said Israel is the only country in the Middle East where the Christian community thrives and grows. Uh, Ron, uh, some other headlines to draw attention to. In a modern exodus, British Jews are packing their bags in increasing numbers and moving to Israel. Yeah, the number of British Jews leaving the UK and seeking a new life in Israel has risen 7% on last year's figures, mirroring a sharp increase in Russian Jews also fleeing Europe. Overall, Israel saw the arrival of 18,965 immigrants under its law of return for Jews and their relatives, or Olam, in the first eight months of 2018, compared to 19,067 in the same period last year. Immigration to Israel from Russia soared to 6,331 newcomers in the same period compared to 4,700. When I went through these uh, figures and saw the, the increase, I couldn't go past Isaiah. But you, Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, seed of Abraham, my friend, you whom I draw from the ends of the earth and called from its far corners, to whom I said, you are my servant, I chose you, I have not rejected you, fear not, for I am with you. Be not frightened, for I am your God. I strengthen you and I help you. I hope uphold you with my victorious right hand. Isaiah 41, verses 8 to 10. And then, of course, there's fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your folk from the east, will gather you out of the west, and I will say to the north, give back. And that's Isaiah 43, 5 to 6. Ron, in Israel, those tensions between Israelis and Palestinians continue, and not just on uh, clashes at borders, but there's a whole lot of issues at hand. UNESCO has now labelled the Tomb of the Patriarchs a Palestinian site and Rachel's Tomb a mosque. That must be contentious. The executive board of UNESCO put forward two uh, anti-Israel resolutions this week, and as you say, they labelled the Tomb of Patriarchs a Palestinian site and Rachel's Tomb a mosque. One anti-Israel resolution on Jerusalem stated, 
all legislative and administrative measures and actions taken by Israel, the occupying power, which have altered or purport to alter the character and status of the holy city of Jerusalem, and in particular the basic law on Jerusalem, are null and void and must be rescinded forthwith. Now, we could be considering there the courage of Scott Morrison's statement, because he flies in the face of uh, UNESCO's stand. The resolutions also said the tomb of the patriarchs in Hebron and Rachel's tomb in Bethlehem are an integral part of the occupied Palestinian territory. The Arabic name for Rachel's tomb listed the site as a mosque. The resolutions were submitted by Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, Morocco, Oman, Qatar and Sudan and were approved several minutes after the beginning of the Commission's meeting. And Ron, a goodwill story to finish on today. In a medical first, a Palestinian baby has received a heart transplant from a Jewish child. How does that story unfold? Well, this is amazing. A desperately ill six-month-old Palestinian baby is bravely fighting for his life this week after receiving a heart transplant from a Jewish child. The surgical team at Israel's Shabar Hospital in Ramat Gan are waiting, hoping and praying after a unique operation. The first time heart transplant surgery has been performed on such a young child at the hospital and the first time a Palestinian baby has received a heart transplant from a Jewish child. The Palestinian boy Musa was born with a variety of life-threatening conditions, chief of which were tumours around his heart. Doctors in his home city of Ramallah in the West Bank were unable to cope with his growing medical problems and sent him across the border to Sheba Safra's Children's Hospital on several previous occasions. Interesting that in the Arab world there's no such thing as organ donors. Uh, this is an amazing moment and uh, I mention it specifically to encourage all of us to hold little Musa up in prayer. Well, Ron, you always deliver amazing insights with the headlines that you choose when you scour those headlines for the latest breaking news out of Israel and those developments in the Middle East and as they affect us here in Australia. Always appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for taking that time and for delivering such a great set of headlines once again today here on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.